Hey guys, this is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am so glad you're here. We are here to challenge and transform your thinking so you can get unstuck, crush those goals and get shit done. Let's do this. Really been contemplating, you know, uh, uh, behaviors that I've been having in my life, unwanted behaviors, I should say, um, you know, getting a little bit melancholy, getting a little bit uh, not depressed because I'm not a person who gets depressed, but a person who feels like you know, is this working? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? That kind of stuff. I've been going through those kind of like mental hurdles um, and trying to figure out what is it that I need to do? What are my steps that I need to do to get through this? Right. So the first one, of course, was always to be aware. And I wanted to bring to you guys like some kind of strategies today so that you can take it away with you and implement them in your life because all of us are going through something. All of us are going through something and all of us have, you know, behaviors that we are not completely happy with, but we still do them anyway, because they're part of our subconscious. And so I wanted to come on here and just kind of, I don't know, give you like a little lesson, I guess, a little like teaching, if you will, um, so that we can, you know, overcome all this crap together. Right. And so the first thing I want you to do is to, to bring, you know, that unwanted behavior, that unwanted habit, because a lot of times these behaviors are habits that we do. It's not like biting your nails. I'm talking about like, talking down to yourself, not feeling like you can, like you always feeling defeated or always feeling like you, you can't do this because of that. You know, like those kind of unwanted behaviors that keep stopping you or making you think you're not good enough. That's what I'm talking about. Right. And in order for you to do that, you have to understand that you're doing that and actually admit that you're doing that because bringing that habit into the light is going to really help you with your awareness of what's happening. Right. And to change something, you have to be aware of it. It's important to first become aware of it in order to understand how it's manifesting in your life. And I realized that, you know, the fears and, you know, the unknowns and like being home with this stupid thing, I'm around my neck for two weeks. I've been getting anxious and antsy and what's my life about and blah, blah, blah. I'm going through all of that. And I realized that it's because I have to always kind of constantly be moving. Otherwise, I don't feel valid right? So you have to start to identify what triggers you, what leads you to these unwanted feelings and behaviors that you are um, exhibiting, right? You have to ask yourself uh, things like, um, you know, what is this about? Why am I doing this? You know, why do I feel like I'm not good enough right now? Why do I have this feeling associated with this you know, habit or this thing that's happening and reflecting on this is going to help you bring a lot of clarity into this behavior. At least this is what I have been going through. So this is what I'm writing about right now. That's why I'm reading my notes because I've been writing as I've been going through, um, you know, these inner turmoils with, within me. And I realized that I, I am good enough, but I always, but see the, but, but I always have this underlying voice that maybe I'm not right? So I need to decide if I'm going to keep doing this unwanted behavior that constantly is self-sabotaging me, right? And what is it that I prefer to have in my life? Because once I'm aware of this undesirable piece of crap behavior that I have, I need to decide on what I do want. What's the preferred behavior that I want that's going to serve me better than what I'm going through right now, right? What would I rather do instead of this pattern of if I'm not moving, I'm not good enough, I, I'm not smart enough, I'm not getting things done fast enough, I'm not going to be successful enough. You see what I'm saying? That pattern is not serving me. So what is it that I want to do to replace that, right? And thinking about that 
has helped me to create a more positive way to think of an alternative when I feel this way, when I have, when I have, cause I'm going to be like this for six weeks, right? I am going to be, but maybe not completely like this where I'm in a lot of pain right now, but I am going to be strapped and, you know, not be able to do everything that I normally do for six weeks. That's a long ass time, right? So I had to think about this question and think about how I have to consider what these habits and behaviors can be replaced with so that I can start to move forward and be successful in what I want to do in my life. You know, so I started to think about, hey, Nina, you know, you are a master practitioner in neuro-linguistic programming. Dig into your little bag there. You know, you've helped so many people already. Dig into that bag there and see what kind of techniques you can use to replace your, your patterns of these unwanted behaviors and the thoughts that you have. And once I decided, you know, that I do want an alternative behavior, that's when my NLP techniques started to create the thought patterns and started to create um, a way for me out of this, right? Because uh, I don't know if you know about neuro-linguistic programming, but what it does is, is you, it utilizes like language and gestures and postures and uh, thought processes and all of that. Um, and, and it starts to change your forms of communication in order to change your thought patterns so that you can start to change your behavior and your life. It's actually helped me a lot in my life. And I started to think about like, what kind of techniques is it that I want to use? And what is it that I help my clients with, but also maybe that I can bring to you really quick that you can just understand the concepts at least. And that way you can either uh, work with me on them. If you want to work with me, go ahead and email me at uh, Nina at straight talk, no sugar at com, And I'll, you know, I can work with you on these, or you can just try to do these on your own. Uh, it's usually better to work with someone, but uh, you know, do you right? Do you, um, for me, the anchoring techniques, I mean, the techniques, the NLP, the first one I used was anchoring. You know, I get a lot of like, uh, anxiety, a little bit of sweats and stuff when I have to go in front of a big stage. Right. Uh, and when I have to get up to go and do this talk, I got to do on the stage, I get seriously nervous. My husband makes fun of me all the time because I'm like, Oh my God, my stomach hurts. I can't do it. I can't do it. I go through all of that stupid and stupidness because actually when I get on stage, I'm actually fine, but I've learned to anchor myself and it's connecting like a, an a internal experience with an external event, right? So something that's inside of me, the nervousness, the, the scariness and all of that stuff. Um, I have to connect that to, to something externally that I can shift so that, you know, is if, since I'm having anxiety, what can I do to change that? So for example, if you want to be more confident, I'm going on stage, like this is what I do. I rub my earlobe, right? Because I've done the work now where as soon as I touch my earlobe, I realize that I can do this and I have the power and strength to get this done. In fact, I'm doing it right now because it's helping me with the live. And I realize that this is something that I have to do in order to anchor the fact that I have a positive now experience, something that I know I can do to my external event, which is the speaking. I hope that makes sense. So anchoring is a very powerful tool that we use in NLP and it's going to help you. So when I'm really, really stressed, I put my hand on my head. And it helps me to relax because this is a sign to me to regulate my body, to take deep breaths and regulate my body. This is just anchoring techniques that I've already in, in put in my life in the last couple of years. But I'm just telling you that 
great example is music, right? Like think of an event, like maybe you were with that girl. Ooh, you're a fly girl, you're a fly boy back in high school or something. And you were in love, right? And that song came on the radio and that song reminds you of that person every time. That's an anchor, right? That The song is an anchor to the emotion. Right. So when you hear that song, you're either at that club you used to hang out in, you're either at the with that partner you were with, you're with your best friends, you're at the beach, whatever that is, that's an anchor, right? Music is very powerful for this. So music can sometimes anchor you to a, a, a memory and experience, right? And so either good or bad, right? Because you could be in a horrible breakup and have a song come on and be like that bastard, right? <laughs> but it's an anchor to that song. So that's what anchoring is. So I want you to just think about it that way, because that really can help you, especially when you're trying to shift an emotion and an unwanted behavior that you have to maybe hurt yourself in your process of moving forward. I know, I know it was for me. Another technique that I use is reframing, right? And this is the technique that changes the way that you may perceive an event and therefore you change the meaning of the event right? So this is done in a series of reframing questions. So I'm depressed. Well, why are you depressed? What is, you know, what, and you dig deeper and you start to reframe. What does that look like? If you're not depressed, what can you get out of the depression? There's a, there's a shitload of questions to go through when it comes to reframing, but it's to helps you to really start to see things in a different way. Maybe you are perceiving an event in a different way than it's meant to be perceived, right? And so as as children, right? Most of us get our personality between birth and seven years old. And so what happens is that when we're kids, we are actually taking that on as the event very differently than the adult, right? So the adult might be telling you, I can't buy that for you. Uh, your grades are no good. And you're taking it as, wow, I'm really a horrible person and I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm doing. When the adult is really, what they're going through is, I don't have enough money. And so I need to say that to you, but your perception of that event, right, has now been a habit now in your life or something that's fortified in your life. And you need to have something different to come in to change the meaning of that event, right, so that you can change that, that pattern in your life that's really causing a lot of havoc in your life, right? So that is a powerful tool. It's called reframing if you want to look it up, right? Another one that I've used because Lord knows girlfriend needs a lot of models, right? <laughs> it's meta modeling, meta modeling. And it's the effective, uh, it's effective because it recovers the deletion, the generalization and the distortions that we have. Everybody does this, right? I just did it. Everybody does this, right? Everybody does this. When you generalize something, you're putting everything in a pile. When I talk to my kids and they're going through something, they'll say something's wrong. I'm like, what's wrong? Everything everything's wrong. Everything is wrong. Tell me how it's everything, right? Because it's not usually everything. It's one or two things that are very important to you. And so now you are thinking everything is wrong, not realizing that it's only one or two things. All the other things are actually pretty fantastic. And there are these two things or three things in your life that are going awry and you are pissed off about it. And so you start to generalize or delete the good things and only look at the distorted uh, uh, things in your life in a distorted way. So it's easy to say, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm depressed. I have people who I work with that say, I'm depressed. When I use the metal model, 
then I start to say to them, oh, okay, how do you know that you're depressed? What makes you feel that you're depressed? How do you think that you're depressed? Can you explain depression for me? Right? Because a lot of times it's not depression. It's that they're sad about something or that they're frustrated or that this thing isn't happening the way they want it to happen. And so that's a really powerful tool to get you to get out of behaviors that are hurting you, right? So meta modeling is fantastic. And as there's a series of questions for all of that, I usually help my clients as we go through that. It's fantastic and it helps them shift their whole perspective. I use it sometimes also in uh, employees that are trying to be uh, CEOs, right. Or trying to have their own businesses. So then we talk about the metal model, right. We start to change the generalization and change their mindset so they can shift into the person that they are trying to be. So meta modeling, super cool technique. So if you are looking to get some techniques in your life, these are a few of them. Another one is a belief change. And you know that we have a lot of beliefs and mental habits without no real evidence, right? No real evidence to support it, right? And so for a long time, I'll give you an example for me. For a long time, when I was a little kid and I was in first grade, my teacher called me stupid. So for a long time, I was very frustrated with myself every time I made a mistake because I said I was stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? I'm so stupid. Why did I have that relationship? I'm so stupid. Why did I let him almost kill me? I'm so stupid. Why did I do this? I'm so stupid. And I lived my life, a a big chunk of it, always thinking that I was stupid, right? Without any real evidence to support it, only that I made it real in my thought process of thinking that I was really, really stupid. Because when this teacher told me that I was stupid, in first grade, I stayed back in first grade. But now that I'm an adult, I realize it's because I did first grade in two different schools throughout the year. It was like three or four months with my grandma. Then my grandmother would bring me back to my mother's and go to another school, three to four months in that school, three to four months in this school, four months in this school. No kid can keep switching classes and, and get through it okay without any kind of repercussions or damage done to that kid because you feel stupid, you feel unwanted, you feel unloved, you feel confused, you have friends in this school, but now you got to go to this school, then back to this school, then back to this school, right? So now I know that as an adult, but as a child, I didn't know that. And so I stayed for a long time thinking that I was just stupid, right? And we have experiences like that in our life that we just think, We have these belief systems and these mental habits that we have created, and there's no real evidence to support it, only that that's the way we felt at the time that this happened. And so now we think it's true, right? So I thought that for a very long time. And then I never went back to, I didn't go to college or anything. I had two kids, so there was no way I was going to college. But then at 35, I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to college and see if I could do this. But I felt so stupid that I was like, I'm going to go back to college and I know I'm going to like fail flat on my face. I'm not going to do well, but I'm going to do my damnedest. Well, I did. And I graduated valedictorian, 4.5 GPA. Maybe not so stupid. Maybe not so stupid, right? So belief change can help you discover these new belief systems and these new habits in your life and these new things in your life where you change your belief system. Now, people say, I can't change my belief system. Well, if you're an adult, you probably know that Santa Claus isn't real. But when you were a kid, you probably really believed that Santa Claus was real. I did. I believe Santa Claus was real, right? When I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, I was very hurt, but my belief system changed. And for me in my life, God is 
a very like he's everything to me right so since god is everything to me if you will i wish i would have been more taught about god than santa but the truth is is i've seen evidence of god in my life and so therefore my belief system has changed i don't believe in santa anymore so just uh, just understand that you don't have to stay stuck where you are you can change your belief system it can happen you can shift it okay because i'm i'm pretty sure that you don't believe in santa anymore if you once did it's the same thing with other things in your life. Just because you failed in your life doesn't make you a failure. We can change that belief system to make sure that you know with evidence that you are not a failure. You are not a failure, right? So you have to make sure that you are really willing and able to dedicate yourself to having awareness and changing the way you used to think so that you can freaking catapult yourself forward to move into the life and the person that you want to be. Or you could stay where you are because that is an option and you are more than, uh, you know, responsible for yourself and you have all the permission in the world to stay stuck. That's fine. Okay. But you need to realize, do you want to? Is that really what you want? And not everybody wants to go build a multi-million dollar business and all that. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about if you are stuck in behaviors and emotions that you don't want in your life, then freaking change them. Just saying, right? Other examples you could probably use is visualization exercises where you start to think about what it would feel like to be the entrepreneur you want to be, to be the wife you want to be, to be the mom you want to be, to be the dad you want to be. Like, that's visualization, right? Just really thinking about and immersing yourself in the experience of what you're visualizing. When I work with my clients and we visualize where they want to go, especially let's say a business, we visualize it a year from now, five years from now. And then we walk backwards from that visualization. But when we are visualizing it, I don't let them go, oh, I wish I could. No, nope, we are here now. We stay in the visualization process and we talk about how it feels, how it tastes, how it looks, how it sounds. You immerse yourself in that process so you can actually experience what it's going to feel like when you get there. Okay. Visualization is super powerful. I've used it. It's really freaking cool. Okay. Then there's also like self-talk and affirmations, meditation, prayer. All of those things are really great ways for you to start to shift the way your undesirable behaviors can go into desirable behaviors. Right? So I just want you to know that you don't have to be stuck there. There are ways to get you moving forward. And I know that a lot of us are doing things we don't want to do, but we keep freaking doing them right? We don't want to keep eating that, but we keep freaking eating that. We don't want to talk to that, that man or that, that woman, but we keep freaking doing it. Like this is, there's these patterns and habits that are in our lives that are causing a lot of self-destruction, right? And I want to help you get rid of that. And that's why I do these shows that I do the way that I do them, right? I come on here to talk about self-talk and uh, limiting beliefs and unwanted behaviors and all of that, because it's super important for us as humans to move forward and to support one another. And I help people with this all the time. This is what I do. This is my game. Okay. I love this. For a long time, I struggled with even calling myself a coach. I'm like, oh, but what's a coach? I would have oh, gave a mentor, but you know, but the truth is, is I, I basically that's what I do. I help and coach people through their life, right? We 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 talk about toxic shame, unwanted behaviors. Um, we transcend all of those things in our life, and then we co-create with God and each other to create that business, that life that you're looking forward to create. That's what I do with people, and I freaking love it.
All right. So if you want to know more about that, just let me know. But another thing I want you to do is rehearse. So like I said to you about visualization, mentally rehearse you getting that desired uh, outcome of that behavior that you want, right? So, okay, for instance, with me right now, what I'm doing is I'm mentally rehearsing what it's going to feel like to be in my new body when I lose all of this weight, right? So the thoughts, oh, whenever, sorry, whenever possible, um, I try to visualize myself in the behaviors of a person who is healthier and thinner um, until it becomes like a thing for me, like until it becomes a second nature thing for me, where I am going to go walking every day, where I am going to go exercising every day, where I am going to watch what I eat every day, like that kind of stuff, right? So you have to visualize yourself enacting those behaviors of the healthy person, for my example, um, so that it can become part of who you are. And doing it is going to help reinforce that positive way of thinking that's associated with that new habit that you're bringing on, right? Because you're going to bring on the new habit of health to help them be more ingrained in your life more naturally. And that way you could start to become the person you want to. I keep telling um, uh, my my family, my friends, I want to stop cursing. I curse a lot, right? So my husband was like, babe, really? I'm like, I didn't realize I was cursing. I curse a lot. So I'm trying to think about what it's like not to curse. Like, why do I have to curse everything out or throw things or whatever, right? And so it's... <laughs> <laughs> when I'm cursing or when I'm in pain, like I've been in pain these last two weeks. So girl has a potty mouth. Okay. And I have to change that behavior. I want to change that behavior. That's what I want to do. Right. So visualize yourself, you know, really immersing yourself and enacting in those behaviors that really are uh, something you want, something you want in your life, right? You want to become a great entrepreneur. What does that feel like? Like really enact that in your life. Look at other entrepreneurs, go see what they're doing. Go, go um, read some books, go look at people on YouTube, go grab a mentor somewhere, you know, like really try to immerse yourself in what that feels like so that it can become a new habit for you. And it can help that ingrain in your life so that you can move forward. It's important. It's important because you only have one freaking life. I don't want anybody dying and regretting the fact that they didn't do anything to move themselves forward. And it's so, it so sucks when you think about like being at that place, almost dying or, or dying and then saying, damn, why did I live in fear? Or why didn't I do that when I really wanted to do that? I really wanted to start that business and I never did it because I was afraid. I don't want you to be like that anymore. Find ways to have, you know, fun and find ways to really rehearse where you want to go and get used to the fact that you can actually do it and you can get there. Okay. I, <laughs> I have a lot of things going on in my life right now, but one thing I do know is that I want to move forward. And I do know that I don't want to be stuck anymore. And I do know that there's a lot of things in my life that I want to reach out to and that I want to have. And in order to do that, this bad boy has to change. The mind has to change. Emotions have to change. All of that has to go together so that you can start to change the unwanted behaviors in your life. And I want you to transcend those and move forward into the life that you want. I'm 50 now. I might not live another, what, 40 years, maybe, right? 20, 30, who knows? Maybe not even till tomorrow. But one thing I do want to do is change who I am today for the better. 
So I thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. You're always so freaking cool. I love um, that you guys are so supportive and beautiful and amazing human beings. And I want to make sure that you transcend your unwanted behaviors so that you can shift your life and move forward. And I want to hear how you did it. All right. I hope that some of these tips have helped you. I hope that you have written some of these down. If not, rewatch the video. Make sure you smash that like and subscribe button underneath so you don't miss anything because I'm always on here to impact lives one at a time. Hey there, thank you so much for listening and spending this time with me. I appreciate you more than you will ever know. So please make sure that you share, you like, you rate and review. Please tell your friends about this podcast. We are trying to grow this audience so that we can impact more lives. If you are interested in any kind of one-on-one coaching, please go ahead and email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Thank you guys so much for being here. Until next time.